0: So is back, 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 back again. Get, get, get shady. Nah, scratch that. This ends shady. This is her fist, Nova, Nova, what? aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. He's back like he never left with another season of the ChaCha Music Review podcast. podcast. Hey, yeah, baby. So, ChaCha Nation, tell somebody to tell anybody to tell everybody that the ChaCha Music Review podcast is back. By the African sounds by bringing the best of African music to your ears, 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 ladies
1: and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my amazing members of the Chacha Nation, your musical blog and the creator of the Energy Force, Afis over is back like he never left with another episode of the Chacha album review series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast. I am not going to be alone today, I have two of my friends in the compound with me. Yes, they've been here before, but still, let me allow them to introduce themselves.
2: Yo, this is Bui uh, Adelia Yeah, I'm one half of the Sample Access podcast. We've been here before, We're big fans of the Cha Cha Music Review podcast by Hafisto Nova. And of course, uh, glad to be here again to do another album review. Nelson.
0: Yeah, all right. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so excited. I feel good i feel fresh every time you know we're on cha cha is always you know a
1: very good time i can't wait to get into it straight up today we'll be talking about the album from Rema. the album is titled Raven roses but before we go into what the album entails and what the album does not entail and what the album is lacking or not let me quickly give a quick info about the album so like i said the name of the album is titled Raven roses and the album was dropped on the 25th of march the album features the likes of chris brown Black, AJ Tracy, and French singer Yusut. I hope I got that pronunciation right. Then the production credit also goes to the likes of Andre Vibes, SARS, London, these right, Killer September, One Mind, KLP, KD the Greatest, Ego, and all Teams. Now, those are the people that worked on the album. Now, let me start with um Nelson. Nelson, when you listen to the album for the first time, what was your first impression?
0: well even being sincere the first time i heard the album i was i was very impressed because i didn't i didn't think a lot about the lyrics or you know i didn't even think about i i was i was first of all i've been anticipating that album for a while so when you say okay yeah it's finally here so i already had high hopes even before even you know playing a record but when i heard the first record that is divine i was blown away because i just loved how you know sonically great it was and then the lyrics the lyrics just caught me and i'm like after the first song you know you know that moment of when you listen to the first song of an album where you're like ah, uh, this is going to be very good you know that that energy of ah this is going to be a very good album and you know to an extent because i've listened to it about three to four times now like i'm talking about the album from start to finish so an extent it almost leads up to the hype. Well you know I, I would i would talk more about that another that time because yeah I'm just giving you my first time it was a great one and uh, the ride all the way from the very first song to the last was quite fresh and cool.
2: Well uh I can't really remember exactly when was my first listen but um I would not say it was 100 percent expected. Again albums are supposed to grow on you most of the time but first listen I, I was getting a lot of reggae raga afro raga vibes and it just wasn't cutting it but of course over time i got to get familiar with the songs uh, i got to learn more about the songs like the songs a little more you know i i got the concept around the album so i started to make amends and you know adjust how i perceive the album but the first impression gave this raga reggae sensation are you there Uh, love all of those songs sounded like i don't know but first impression wasn't 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 the best but it it has grown on me out of about 18 or 17 songs i can say i have nine to ten songs that are cool that i can you know say these are very cool songs so yeah first impression wasn't the best but it has grown on me
1: on my own first listening to so listen to that first track, Divine, I felt like okay, okay. I mean, for you to kick off your album like this, you have to have something much more juicy and much more you know exciting. But in all honesty, I think I got a bit tired after "Um, Songalsy," which is the fifth track on the album. The next one that I played was "Time and Affection" featuring Chris Brown, then "Joe," then "Mara," and towards in between somewhere there, I felt like okay, you know what? I think I'm done with this album for today. I'll try another day. And that was the first time I actually listened to it. I wasn't able to go all through the end for the first time. But listening to it for the second time, the third time, the fourth time, you know, like like, um said, album is something that is supposed to grow on you. It takes a very, very magical artist or a very, very, you know, out of this world artist, whereby you listen to the album for the first time and oof, everything just you know grow on you instantly. It's not as if the album is not good but again like Bega said these these are things that will actually grow on you so let me start with you wega talking about the album you know growing on you and you got uh, catching a lot of you know afro reggae kind of vibe now that you've listened to the album multiple times what will you what what is going to be your take on the album now we are talking about in terms of the quality of the songs and the production of the song
2: so now that i have listened multiple times i can now see the direction, the art direction, the 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 mind of the producers and the and the you know, the executive producers, what what the artist really wants to do, and I see that it has a cinematic effect. It's storytelling in a way. Divine is the is the birth of Rema, the artist, from from where you know his mom went through all that trouble in Benin, you know, bringing him to life, and you know jump all the way down to the last track on the album that is "Runaway," which is a love story where he is now a mature guy a mature guy and wants like you know has a life of his own so all through the album there is a lot of partying there is a lot of sex there is you know time and affection are you there you know what a young boy of 16 to 25 or 16 to age 29 will be going through uh, a lot of um, you know uh, a fantasy women and money you know young fresh nigga, that's a you know fly track so all that is a journey of a young man you don't expect him to be you know introspective and tell you about nigeria's history or military wars and all that he is explaining his story which is cool so more and more as i listen to the album i get familiar and i i like the art direction especially look everybody has been talking about that switch from track one to track two which is very cinematic producer london you know there's a way they 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 take it to a futuristic level not futuristic i can't find the word it's cinematic the end of the song divine the last few seconds takes you into a musical trance as it switches into track two which has an effect. I'm looking forward to the video because they are supposed to do something with that session. That's that's that cinematic musical session, you know, done at the end of Divine has must be properly represented, represented visually because there is a story there. There is a whole story tied to all the tracks, which is why I started to appreciate the work done on the on the album. The producers did a lot of work. London. My best song, I hope we we'll get to that, is addicted there is a certain energy that comes with every song and the features are carefully selected as well chris brown um yachts and um aj tracy and i think there's one black black killed hold me black killed that second track his verse went the song went from afro raga to r&b very very quickly black did a dope verse on that so beyond my first impression of this is not exactly what i think after listening to the album like four times you would then start to, okay, I get the story now and I can respect this album more mm-hmm. for what it was supposed to represent. All
1: right. um, Nelson, let's talk about the production of the of the album. Like Wega rightly mentioned, I mean, it's going to take someone that is probably musically deaf or that does not understand anything about music that will not catch that transition from the first track to the second track. I mean, at first when I listened to it, I felt like maybe it's the same song that was still continuing. And so i was like oh no this now jumped to the next track and that alone literally blew my mind in terms of how much of you know should i say creativity that was put into the production you know of those those two particular track and very right, you know mentioned again that black i'm not even gonna like it killed it killed the next track totally, which is um old on or old me yeah that's the, the second track and he killed it totally so nelson now in terms of production what would you say about the album all right
0: quickly talking about production the production was stellar in terms of like how you know the cohesiveness of the songs being like the energy transferred from one track to the other now um uh, there was a time where we uh, and i listened uh to this album together we just we're just chilling one of those times and we listened to the album from start to finish and yeah obviously we spoke about that transition but i think the most important part is You know, um, London did some of the songs alone, and then he did a couple with other people like Big September, Andre Vibes. You understand? But you see, those first two songs, that that transition was obvious. I can tell that it was, you know, London's work on that particular, you know, that particular flow from track one to two. In fact, I'll tell you this: I remember me and Gwiga had a laugh about this. If you remember very well the second track leading to the third um song that is dirty i almost thought i was going to catch this same transition just yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was i was you know i was i was so attentive because i'm a very i love I, i'm so you know into production of sounds yeah. like how an album sounds like the sonical idea of it you understand so the moment i got that first first vibe i really thought i i was really i was really hoping that you know maybe this is going to Go all the way. Do you understand? And then, obviously, that didn't happen because Dirty was an entirely different song from Hold Me in terms of vibe, in terms of underlaying instruments and all of that. But still, the effect of London was still very evident in that. Now, I'm just going to talk about a couple of, you know, people that I felt like, yeah, they did their own beat. You understand? But, like, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, like, the greatest of greatest works. I I think if... Rema had stuck to London all the way, for all the songs. This The, the album might have had a a completely different approach Sonically. The introduction of new guys like Kelpie. Now, all of these guys, they killed it. You understand? Kelpie, One Mind, Eddie Priest, you understand? And, uh, you know, Higo, um, and a couple of other guys. These are the guys I can think about right there. They, they killed it. But like I said, one of the standout songs of that album that a lot of people have not i don't know why a lot of people have not you know touched it or or decided to like listen more is addicted addicted has you know i, I really wish I, I i think i have a lot a little bit of time so i'm gonna try and explain addicted is dragged out from post disco jivey sounds do you understand definitely so basically it was it, it was inspired by like it was inspired by it, obviously by the 80s the 80s vibe the 80s energy I you can tell that it's so proper. It's like, it sounds like a modern 80s song. Do you understand? If you listen to Blood Orange, Blood Orange does a lot of, you know, you know sounds like that. Uh, he's a producer as well, a European producer. He does a lot of sounds like that. I was also talking about, you know, a couple of 808s that we heard. I'm sure you heard a lot of 808s in that album as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those 808s remind you of the Kanye vibes. So basically, what I'm trying to say is this album was done with a lot of research, I could tell. Because these producers, every single one of them, I know London led that project, but every single one of them, they had homework and they did the homework well. If you strip off some of these songs and just play the beats alone, you will be amazed at how beautiful the album is. One of the things that kept me going all the way, like you said, I remember, you know, I after I you were saying something about the fact that when you go to track five, it was almost like, oh, okay, I think I might be getting tired now. Do you understand? Because at some point it was beginning to sound, to, a sound monotonous. Do you understand? Definitely. But, but if you're a beat guy, you're like maybe a beat person or you're a sound person, you want to go all the way because you want to know what the next vibe is going to be like what the next vibe is going to be like. I mean, look at Sangazim. Sangazim is so beautiful. Like, you could tell that there are a lot of elements in the beat, but at the same time, are, it's like, you know, it's like making a beat whisper.
1: I don't know if that makes any sense. That was, I was going to go to. That was, I was, yeah, I was, I was going to go to because
0: Sangazim had so, like, if you listen to Sangazim alone, and you kind of like take off the vocals of, you know, Rema in your head, you're going to hear a lot of instruments, like a lot of touch here and there. You, it's so much work done, but then it's like, they are not loud. So it's like, the beat is just, it's like, th- that thing that Rema did, that was whispering when he was speaking a lot of dirty words, mm-hmm. I'm sure, I don't know what was happening in that room, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I get to discover that it was because the beat itself was sounding like it was whispering. So it just like, to do that on the double beat. You know this is just me saying that i wasn't in the room when that happened but then i'm just saying like it feels like that would have been a great inspiration like this, i say this big they whisper let me say if i do something you'll be go do you understand It will merge definitely It'll be, but then, all in all and if you ask me i know i'm not going start scoring yet but in terms of Sonics, in terms of how great the album was production wise i would give it 7.5 strong 7.5 not just mono, a very strong one over 10 and the only reason why is because i felt and i still feel the same way i felt london should have taken over the entire
1: album okay you felt london should have taken over the entire album and i'm not even going to lie here i feel like london will have actually done much better i mean given the fact that london has is one producer that i say he understands a lot about you know quote unquote now the afrobeat movement of nigerian artists and he does it perfectly Bega, what do you think
2: about, you know, the gen of music or the gen of the sound of the album itself? The sound of the album for me, um, I hope I'm 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 going to say it right. It's sounding, I'm hearing a lot of raga. Are you there? Are you there? Those are sounds of dirty wine jamaican vibe so i get a lot of ragga i don't know if ragga is the best way to 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 term it soundgasm for instance is an Afrobeat jam yeah time and affection is an afro is a generic afro pop jam uh joe is afro pop love is afro pop a song like fresh young Nigga featuring aj is afro swing oroma baby is Afrobeat. so at the end of the day it comes out as afro because afro is a blend of even the raga i'm talking about and the afro swing and you know elements coming together so at the end of the day we can still call it an afro album because it it's it's a big umbrella that that embodies the pop and the raga and the the slow look at dirty dirty is a slow high life feel low key vibe but it's still afro so but the element is is, is rugged The only standout out different sound or different genre track is is addicted which is 80s synth pop or you know 80s pop whatever but at the end of the day again you can see on Lara that there's some bantu some ghanaian vibe to it and dirty there is some level of you know uh, um, um um high life slow afro beats jam on hold me there's still that afrobeat raga so at the end of the day you can call it uh, um an afrobeat album but still it's different since I, since made in lagos i was always looking for okay what are the other afrobeat jam or afrobeat album that will be dropping what, what would the sound be like how much of rmb will be embedded so this is not like made in lagos even though that's my that's my standard to judge now this has a different energy but for this album i think you can still call it an Afrobeat album, but but with a lot of variety, especially the raga subgenre of Afrobeat. If there's something like that,
1: I was um, doing a research somewhere, and I somebody and I saw somebody saying, "Oh, Rema has created his own, you know, genre of maybe calling it Afro rave." And I'm like, "Well, maybe." <laughs> maybe that was something that you know people that listened to the album and they were able to pick up you know a lot of elements except from the you know original and natural you know afrobeat uh you know elements this is what i wanted to talk about now for me like i rightly said the first five songs of the album were like my top songs on the album and obviously addicted i mean you can't go wrong with addicted you can't go wrong with are you there also and um uh this other song what was the name um young Ninger. you can also go wrong with that song but in between I don't know how I feel about time and addiction I don't know a part of me was saying okay a Chris Brown yes Chris Brown came through but at the same time could someone have done better than Chris Brown I don't know for Joe Mara and love I honestly I feel like every time those song comes up I just keep them for whatever reason I don't know so that that might probably be my own should I say, weak song or songs that I didn't feel you know on the album So, Nelson, which songs on the album would you say didn't really, you know, cut it for you? Let's the ones that are dope and let's talk about the one that you felt, okay, eh, maybe these songs were below par compared to every other songs on the album.
0: I think all of us are going to like, (laughs) this is going to be a great one. You know why? Because I think three of us, I think Buega and I already spoke about the songs that we feel like we're not, you know, hitting it. And I feel like we might all just have the same thing. You see that Joe Mara love? I kind yeah. of feel like there for a purpose. Do you understand? And they all followed each other for a reason. To me, let me explain how I felt like this album went. You see those first five songs? Do you understand? Talking about Divine, Hold, hold Me, Time and Affection, you know. All those first ones, Calm Down, all of that. If you check the way that plays that Joe Mara, it was like a transition from... Oh yeah, these were the very bad guys. And oh yeah, these were the songs that we put in to complete the album. And yeah, these ones are not these ones are also very good. Do you get what I'm saying? This is like they tried, tried to strike a balance. Because I mean, the direction that the song was going to, after we heard soundgasm, time and affection. I'm not the greatest A or I do even I am not so much you know in tuning to the A and you know, part of the industry. But I don't think I would have put a song like Joe Mara there, except I know that they are just there as album fillers. Do you understand? hmm It makes no... Like, it makes no... More, I mean, this album is such, like... It follows a story. You understand? And I'm sure I've not even gotten it completely yet, which is one of the reasons why we don't really like these songs. Do you get I think the for, from Divine down to the last song on the album which is runaway it seems like it's you know it's a line like you are are going from point a to point b do you understand divine is Mm -hmm. like starting appreciation and then runaway is like oh yeah i'm liberated i'm the guy do you understand like we had the i'm the guy moment yeah i'm rema and you know this is me now like this is me metamorphosing from the old guy you guys know from the Do B's Commando, to Rewind. Now, I have to just put this out there. Rewind is my best song from Rema. Like, any day, any time, Rewind. That's my song. Rewind, rewind is amazing. But we're not talking about it. I just wanted to say that because I remember, you know. And then we just go from point A to point B. So I feel like those, those songs were album fillers to, my, to the best of my knowledge. But I'm sure if we listen you know, over and over again. You know, like Grega said, and you also said, these albums get to, like, grow on you. So, if, maybe if we listen more, pay more attention to these songs, we might be able to see the connection between those songs and the next line. Let me, let me explain quickly. So, we had Divine, Hold Me, Dirty, Calm Down, Sangazim, and Time and Affection. Now, all of these songs had something in common. Rema was really going hard in terms of lyrics. Do you understand? Like he was, mm-hmm. these were specific, he were straight to the point. They were, you know, we knew what he was talking about from the very first few lines. Do you understand? From the very first few lines, we got what he was talking about. Then we had Joe, Mara and Love. Now, apart from Love, which, you know, had its own vibe, Joe and Mara felt like standout songs. Do you understand? They were not, like when you hear them the first time, you feel like, oh, maybe this song should have not been on the album. Maybe they should have been, they should, they should be appearing somewhere else. Maybe... They should have been dropped maybe I uh, probably are singles or somewhere else. Then we get into addicted. Addicted picks up, you know the vibe addicted picks up from love is a very different vibe. It's like it's trying to it's like it's trying to wake you up that okay we're about it's about to go down again. Do you understand? Like oh yeah we're about to, it's about to go down again and then we get to are you there? I don't know what anybody says but are you there is a jam. Do you understand that's a killer jam I'm so I'm sure I'm very sure it's a song that if they play it in clubs, people would go crazy. The lines, the you know, the use of words, the the idea of the song is crazy. And then from there, you enter Fresh Young Nigga, which is like probably the coolest song after dirty to me on the album. Don't leave the calm down and song those songs have dropped as singles. So, you know, when I listen to an album, the singles I used to like to pack them on side first. Because I, I feel Definitely. like yeah, I really exhausted the energy out of this one. So let me look at these other songs. So like Fresh Young niger beautiful song. Oruma Baby. Yeah, I got, I got the idea. I felt like that was the song he was making for um, Nigerians. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it felt like it was a song for, oh, okay, every other song in this album might be, can be internationally acclaimed. But this one, for my Niger people, let's take Oruma. I feel like it's almost the same thing that Burna Boy did with twice as store the bebels you understand the comma the waiting the soap you get what I'm saying those songs are good but they were just to like drop it out there they were not on the same level as I mean it was not the same level as the other songs of the album but just to give props to the fact that okay this is a Nigerian album let's enjoy then carry and wine I like I love the yesu voice come on yo I, I I was asking everybody who is this that voice is amazing, but then let me just you know love and uh, drop it at like that. Joe Mara maybe should have just been dropped, but as album fillers, not bad. I'm curious that maybe in the future it will mean something much more, and they might even be the best songs at the end of the day.
2: Can I just say something quickly? Yeah, Nelson mentioned that Oruma Baby might just be the uh, exclusively Nigerian song, but but I really feel. Even though do to, to the world is a thing now, and it sounds like uh, we are making music for the global global space, I still feel that we are as much as as much as the songs are international. They are received abroad. They are still very Nigerian too. So Roma Baby can count as a culturally like what uh, flavored with Adekigbe uh, and um, and um, um, you know Larry Gaga. Uh, now we did, yes. like, those are cultural Igbo tracks so even within the afro genre we have subcultural tracks you have the very yoruba very Igbo, very local so uruma baby can count as you know that that side but most of the songs still fall into the Nigerian you know Joe Mara uh Dirty is pretty Nigerian but it can sell outside but it's still Nigerian so Ulama baby is just different with that cultural effect Okay,
1: um, again, I'm going to stick with, you um, You know, looking at everything, the production, the sound, you know, the question of the album itself, you know, does it, you know, tell a story? Does it paint a picture or is just selection of its songs and, you know, just pack everything together, make the project just complete? What is going to be your general
2: rating of the album? The rating of the album is that this is not exactly my, my thing. But for the afrobeats market, this might be a hit. We'll have to wait for a few more months, maybe for a year, to see how it works out. But I can I can bet you that Rema going on tour, putting these songs together because performing the songs bring more life to the album, depending on how, how the tours go, how the performances go. So when the songs get to stage and you connect with the fans, it adds value to the album. So for the afrobeat market this is not a bad debut this is a this is a very solid debut album even though three eps were out before this but this is a solid debut album rating i don't want to put a number to it but because i might it might be clogged by my own preference of music but for the afrobeat market this is a good 7 over 10 if, if i'm right
1: uh nelson i'm going to allow you to wrap up with two questions also now do you feel like for a debut album and like um bigger right dimension like two or three eps has even dropped before this album do you feel the tracks were too much could you could it have been shorter and obviously what would be your general rating of the album
0: i remain on that same path of saying i i, I think it should have been shorter i think the album fillers were not needed I'm saying that because of the first three listens. Like I said, maybe by listening moving forward, and I think there are about 16 tracks, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe by listening for that, you understand, I might be able to come to uh, maybe a fruition sure that maybe these songs were meant to be there or they are there. But at the moment, those songs are album fillers and I didn't think they were needed for a remap. So yeah, I think it's too much. Now, I'm going to the other part of the question that is the rating of the album i think it might be too early to rate the album you understand but for first three listens i'm going to stick with a seven two and the only reason why i'm sticking with a seven is because of that influx of the album fillers the three songs that i felt like were not needed you understand so that that the the length of an album is very important especially nowadays if you're going to have a long album it has to be great
1: all the way so 7 over 10 for me i mean without a doubt there is no even need of asking oh is this an album people should listen to is this an album people not should listen to i mean when you already have a 7 over 10 and a 7 over 10 it says that at least it's an album you know for a debut album you would say it is a decent album you cannot open your mouth and say oh the album is bad or the album is trash so and yes personally for me also my rating of the album i mean which and this is where it gets you know very funny for me too because after listening to the album i think i've listened to the album now about 10 times if i'm not mistaken i had two major problems number one was the length like okay like you already said 16 songs and i feel like those three like we rightly mentioned could have easily been taken away just take away those three and let the album just stay like that, and let's just have what we have. And that was one thing I, apart from the length, then also those three songs that I mentioned. I feel like, why did you put this song on the album in the first place? Why did you, you know, kill the vibe that you were giving us from the beginning and just have to like put this one there, make it like say the album too perfect or what were you guys trying to do? If I decide this to is to the album maybe tomorrow, I might not listen beyond six selected or seven selected track and say okay, yeah, I'm good with this. Yeah, I'm good with this, this one. Mm, maybe depending on my mood but no matter the mood i know there are at least six songs on the album that i'll definitely get to listen to no matter the mood i mean so yeah my own rating for the album is also going to be a seven over ten so uh Vega and um nelson i want to say thank you very much for being uh, you know on the episode today i really really appreciate uh the both of you and i like the fact that whenever i want to do this you guys are always turning up i really really do uh, you know, um, appreciate. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the Chacha Nation, this is where I will be joining the in on today's episode of the Chacha album review series. But before I go, I mean, let me allow Wega and Nelson just say, uh, you know, the final word. Nelson, be the guy to say the final word, be the guy to say the final word.
0: All right, uh, yeah, it's been a great one, you know, being right here with Chacha talking about the album. Uh, Reeves and Roses from the big guy, Rema. And uh, on behalf of the Sample Access Podcast crew, that is grega and I, thank you very much for having us. And of course, we hope that we get to do this again very soon.
1: Yeah, peace out, blessings. All right, peace and blessings. Remember, like I used to say, no matter what you do, keep the energy, keep it 100 and keep it positive. Till I come here with another episode, my name will always remain a peace turnover, aka your musical plug creator of the energy force peace out
2: yeah chacha gang two time for the chacha gang ah give me the chacha gang proper one the best chacha gang ah give me the chacha gang alaila o chacha gang ah give me the chacha gang what's in my body chacha gang give me the chacha gang gang what's in
1: my body